0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're talking about blockchain technology, but first, a quick thank you to our sponsor. The Real Estate Espresso Podcast is brought to you by International Coffee Farms. International Coffee Farms owns and operates 10 specialty coffee farms in Boquete, Panama. These farms are divided into half-acre parcels, and they can be purchased for as little as $18,000. As a landowner, you profit from the cash flow generated by these properties in perpetuity. If the idea of a safe, diversified offshore investment is intriguing to you, check out International Coffee Farms at internationalcoffeefarms.com. That's internationalcoffeefarms.com. We are back. Today we're talking about blockchain technology. Now, blockchain typically conjures up images of Bitcoin and Ethereum and other cryptocurrencies. That's what's getting all the attention these days as speculators try to attach monetary value to these tokens. At the end of the day, for anything to have value, it must solve a real problem that exists in the real world, and that problem needs to be important enough that people are willing to expend resources to solve it. It's that simple. It's got to be a real problem and people have to be willing to spend money. Blockchain technology is very good at tracking the flow of information in a distributed database. That structure makes it incredibly difficult, some would say mathematically impossible, to tamper with the data. The actual transaction history is embedded within that distributed database, within the tokens. And because there's no central database, hackers can't tamper with the data. That makes the technology very robust for maintaining information in the open, where transparency is important. One problem that exists in the real world is bank-to-bank transfers. They're incredibly slow, inefficient, and costly. That's a problem for bank customers. Now, I wouldn't assume it's a problem for the banks. They kind of like things the way they are. When things are slow, it makes it possible to charge higher fees for wire transfers. And Swift, who manages the global bank-to-bank network, also makes very good money on each transaction. The perception in customers' minds is that more work is being done when transactions are slow. Banks also like that it's slow for funds transfer into a destination account. Because while those funds are floating in midair, the banks get to earn daily interest on the money that's stuck in transit. Now one cryptocurrency is called Ripple, that's spelled R-I-P-L, was created to provide a faster, lower cost alternative to the SWIFT network. Number of banks have jumped onto the bandwagon. Eventually, fast, reliable, and cheap will win over slow and expensive. Another important use of blockchain technology is food safety. When lots of ingredients go into a product, it can become incredibly difficult and slow to isolate the source of a problem when contamination enters the food supply. Walmart recently issued a letter to its suppliers requiring its direct suppliers of lettuce, spinach, and other greens to join its food tracking blockchain by the end of January 2019. Walmart's also going to mandate that farmers, logistics firms, and business partners of these suppliers join the blockchain by September 30th of 2019. The push comes after 18 months of testing the blockchain system developed by IBM. Tests to trace berries, mangoes, baby food, chicken, and other foods on the IBM Food Trust blockchain have produced a more complete view of the food system than any of the government-mandated food regulations. This is according to both Nestle, Dole, and several other companies that are participating in the project. Pinpointing the source of food contamination can improve public safety, cut the, amount of, cut the amount of time illnesses go undetected, and save a ton of money for farmers and retailers that get swept into very broad product recalls. You might remember earlier this year when millions of bags of romaine lettuce had to be thrown out due to an eruption of E. coli linked to romaine lettuce. It affected about 36 states. And as investigators worked, 210 people got sick, and five died, according to the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta. Blockchain could have and should have been used to promote the transparency in the food safety system. Companies that didn't have any growers who were part of the E. coli outbreak suffered regardless. When one fails, the entire industry is affected because customers don't look at a head of lettuce and say, well, that that came from Dole or it came from Andy Boy. They just don't buy lettuce altogether. Every single lettuce producer in North America took a financial hit. Another obvious use of blockchain that has yet to catch on is the land registry system. Each transaction is required to be recorded today at the local county recorder office. Transactions come in all shapes and sizes. We're talking about the sale of land, recording of mortgages, releasing of mortgages, the filing of liens like mechanics liens or tax liens, and we're talking about the recording of easements or subdivisions. All of this could eliminate the need for title search in the future. All the history and information on a property could be contained in a single blockchain token. It will require a tremendous amount of political will to change the system, and a lot of people who make a living searching title will have their job scopes redefined. Ultimately, these jobs can be easily replaced by a faster, cheaper, and more accurate system. That would be solving a real-world problem that exists in the real world. When people try and tell you that blockchain's about profiting from Bitcoin valuation, take a step back and ask yourself, what real problem is being solved? In the meantime, have an awesome day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.